Time for a catch-up with Tiki Tane. He started with Salmonella Dub, but then after 11 years, he went solo, always on my mind. Massive, of course. Multi-platinum singles and albums later. He's turned his attention to film and production. A film around his 2021 concert at the Christchurch Town Hall. Uh, Tikitani in session with the CSO. He's won international awards, and Tikitani is with us. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Very well indeed. Can I, can awesome. I congratulate you on what you did with, the, with this orchestra and this whole show? Because having seen it, it's, it's just brilliant. Is it as brilliant as you thought it would be? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, it was just a, a total guesswork. Um, you know, we put this concert on, spent a lot of work putting the concert on, working with the CSO, the arrangers. That took about a year. And then we did the concert at the Christchurch Town Hall. And I filmed it all, recorded it all. And then it was like, okay, see what we've got. So I've, I've just been amazed with the whole journey of the whole thing and the response you know, people are going to the cinemas and it's blowing their minds and people have got tears and they're laughing and crying. and just, So I'm so stoked that I, you know, took the time to capture it and then took the time to um, produce it and mix it and put the videos together. Yeah. Did it change in that sense? Was it initially just a concert that you were going yeah. to capture on film that, that then turned into a cinematic event or was it always supposed to be a cinematic event? It was always just supposed to be a really good concert. Right. And that was the main thing. I just wanted to capture that energy and wanted to perform really well and have great production, amazing sound, light, visuals. And, you know, I, I wanted to record it and film it and hopefully get some good YouTube videos, you know what I mean? Something I could throw on YouTube. And then it ended up being like, okay, this is really good. This has got some, you know, it's got some depth and it's quite timeless. So I decided to roll the dice on making it a film and spent another year and a half just producing it and learning how to make film and, and creating all that stuff with my good friend Mark Russell who put the videos yeah. together. So it's been an incredible journey. Like I've learned so much. You know, I've been doing this nearly 30 years now, Mike, so, and I'm still learning. And so this has been an incredible journey. It's um, doing really well overseas as well, which yeah. is something that's just, just blowing me away. So I'm just um, very thankful for my team as well. I've got an incredible team and the CSO. The CSO were amazing. I had Tom Rainey, who was the conductor, um, also one of the arrangers. Um, Ruben Delacour, Hamish Oliver, and Ewan Clark were all the composers for this as well. So I've got to give a shout out to them. Take me back to the beginning then, because the, 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 the very basis of the idea that you would then interact with an orchestra, was that problematic for you? Because in, in, I've always thought of orchestras as they're slightly different from other musicians because they play special instruments yeah. with special music yeah for, for me you know it's the pinnacle really of my career um you know i grew up playing in festivals and grimy pubs yeah. and bars and here i am in the beautiful refurbished christchurch town hall with this amazing 50-piece orchestra who are absolutely amazing musicians so, you know, I felt a little bit out of out of zone a little bit. But the cool thing is they were so welcoming. And Tom Rainey, the conductor, was just like, you got this, dude. You can do this. And <laughs> they really supported me. <laughs> and so that, that added to the whole experience. And also in the film, there's all the behind-the-scenes footage yeah. too. There's me freaking out, like totally freaking out, going, ah! Because you've got to remember, we only had two rehearsals yeah. before the show. So it was like the pressure was on. Um, I was really, really trying my hardest. You can see it in this documentary. I'm really trying mm -hmm. <laughs> my hardest. So, it was, um, yeah, it was an amazing experience. Did it give you a new appreciation of classical music? And the only reason I ask that as a musician is I did music for school cert. 
And I got an appreciation. I failed miserably. Like, I ended up with 33%. But I got an appreciation for classical music in a way that, you know, coming from Linwood and Christchurch, you wouldn't normally. That's true, you know. So um, I never really, really listened to orchestral stuff until probably in my 20s when I got the opportunity to work with orchestras. And then it was like, okay, this is another level. And then seeing the power of an orchestra where they can go so, so quiet, yeah. So massively dynamic in a matter of seconds is just an incredible feeling to watch and witness. So, yeah, I, I love performing with orchestras. It's, um, as I said, it's like a privilege for someone like me come from this kind of background of pubs and gritty festivals. It's, it's a huge privilege, yeah. When did and how did it work? When did you come, let, let's interpret some of your songs a bit differently and, and yeah. once you got that idea going, how did you then go about that creative process? Yeah, so... Spent about a year working with the arrangers and just talking about it and talking about the show and how, you know, a lot of my songs I would have to kind of re, well, deconstruct, deconstruct, you know, take a lot of stuff out. And so that you've you've got this amazing 50-piece orchestra at your disposal. So you take out all the bits and pieces and you kind of go, okay, here's the fundamentals, here's the keys, here's, you know, here's the pitch and here's the chord changes, progression, and here's my vocal let's start building around that and, and making it into something very dynamic. Because a lot of the times you can go see an orchestra and an artist and the orchestra is kind of like 100%. sitting there for half, yeah. half the gig not doing anything. And I didn't want that. I wanted the orchestra to be really involved and really just going for it. And, um, you know, the arrangers did an incredible job. They really allowed me to flourish in areas and they also allowed the orchestra to flourish in areas as well. So it was a really beautiful um dynamic and collaboration. So they were guiding you or you re- did you have an understanding of what an oboe could do or what a trombone could do <laughs> or, or were they telling you what's possible? Yeah, I totally had an understanding of all that. Um, you know, but there was elements where it was free form and that's the stuff I really like because mm. often you're right, you're, you know, you're, you're kind of reading music off a sheet of paper and it's kind of gridded and locked yeah. in. There were elements with my show where there was like, okay, things could get a little bit improvised and things can get a little bit like freeform, and that's the stuff I really like as well. And I think it sort of puts you on your edge a little bit. And when you're doing that, sometimes the best music can come out of those areas of your off the chart, your kind of freeforming. Um, so that I really enjoyed doing that. that that's well. you though. That's you. Were they yeah. cool with that? Given an orchestra yeah. is it, it, buttoned down. Yeah, yeah, totally. They were cool with it. I mean, Tom Rady's an incredible. Um, conductor, yeah. and so he would. He had all these little signals where he could signal to the orchestra. He'd be like, "Okay, two more rounds, four more rounds. Okay, tickies. Okay, he's good now. Let's go." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let me ask you this: the filming, like, once you got into it, right? Because it strikes me now with the benefit of hindsight. Um, I mean, of course you would film it because why would you put all that energy into a one-off thing that came and went? And if you were there, terrific. And if you weren't, it never lives again. And that, you know, look at what you got now—something that lasts forever. Yeah, yeah, that that's correct. You know, like often these things just happen and all you've got is say some Instagram stories of it, you know? Um, and so I really wanted to put big production behind it. I wanted to capture something that could possibly turn into a film. And here we are, but this music documentary film that people can watch in cinemas and really enjoy, you know, we had 20 cameras on this show. So you've got all these multiple different camera angles. You've got behind the scenes footage of me trying to work out these songs with an orchestra. And then you've got the sound as well. Like it's a, I really, really spent a lot of time mixing the sound and getting it as best as I could. So when you go see it in a cinema, you get such like a really detailed 
um, insight and all the little nuances and all the little bits and pieces, you really soak that up and get a really amazing insight into how to put on a, a gig with an orchestra. That's interesting. Are you a cinema fan? Because I had this discussion with a bloke who made a documentary the other day and he was running his documentary only through cinemas. And I said, you know, look, you'll get a bigger audience if you do it at home. And to be fair, yeah. I, I watched your thing on a small screen at home. Should I yes. have been in a cinema to see the whole thing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll eventually put it online. I'll put it on my website and then you can watch it off that, which will probably be around December. Mm. But my whole thing is I would like to go to the cinema myself. So I present the film and talk about it. And then we screen the film and then afterwards I do a Q&A. Wow. So for me, that's the bit that I really enjoy because people always have questions about it. They always want to sort of know how did I do that and what was I feeling and all these kind of things. So that's um, the reason why I really wanted to put it in cinemas and take my time going around Aotearoa. You know, I think I'm up to my... 13th screening so far, which is coming up next week in Auckland, the yeah. Auckland premiere yeah. at Rialto Cinemas in Newmarket. Um, so I'm really enjoying that as well, getting in front of people and talking about it. Because that would also be cool for the... I mean, who are the people who come and see it? Are they your fans? Yeah, so it's, it's my fans, it's music um, fans, it's film fans. Uh, it's a really broad range, you know, and a lot of parents are bringing their kids um, because my kids are in this film yes, as well, they though, and... Yeah. Yeah, they were 9 and 11, and they jumped up on stage and performed with me. Um, so it's a really broad range of people that will come and see it. Um, and, you know, it's like such a special event, occasion that I'm trying to create. So you come on in, check it out, and then we can talk about it afterwards as well, which is, which is quite unique. One of the stars of the show we should mention, actually, and pay tribute to is the town hall itself. Which, um, yes. as a person who grew up in Christchurch, went to the old one on the new one. Is is it beautiful? Is it is it does it do justice to what it should yeah. always have been? Yeah, yeah, they've done an amazing job, like refurbishing the town hall. Um, it has so many incredible memories there for me growing up in Christchurch, watching bands and watching acts, yeah. but being also be able to perform in there. It's an incredible um, venue, and it looks beautiful on film too. We've really managed yeah. to capture it. Uh, so, so stoked with it. What you need to do now, what you got here is is an entrepreneurial idea, isn't it? It's just like do, do another one. You, you can do this for the rest of your life. <laughs> well, I'll, you know, I'm sort of pushing more into film now. That's the other thing why I did this is I kind of wanted to show the film community this is what I can do. This is 100% funded by me, completely independent. I did it all myself with some good friends behind the scenes. So it's like, hey, let's go. I'm ready to make some music for films. Bring it on, bring it on. So that's another reason why I did it too. Fantastic. Well, listen, it's always good to catch up with you and go well with the screening. And obviously it's, al you. it's already gone well, but I hope it keeps going well and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thanks, Mike. Tikitane in session with the CSO. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.